I'm Jeannie Holzbacher, and on behalf of myself and my fabulous co-host, Jill Wright, we want to welcome you to Executive Shine, Conversations That Count. We search the planet to bring you some of the most dynamic leaders in various industries who often only have one thing in common, uncommonly outrageous positive impact on people and businesses. They are leaving this world a much better place. So kick back and join us. Grab a few insights you can immediately apply to leverage your leadership and foster greater connection in a world that's become increasingly disconnected. They so desperately need you to shine your light bright. Cheers. Well, speaking of shining bright lights, like I have to recognize, I know our listeners have been following your story, Jeannie, with what you're discovering through this process about your health. But I have to say, oh my God, you look so good. Like, thank you. Wow. Thank you. That's you very kind of you. And I have to thank you for saying such kind things. And I also have to um, tell on you because you had me dying right before the show. You guys, if, you guys, if our listeners could have seen Jill, it was this. Let me let me do a reenactment of Jill like 30 seconds before. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, comes this can of spray. I'm not sure what that was all about, but you did not warn me. It's it's my smile. It's my smile spray. So it's my happy spray. I spray in my... (laughs) Like you need that. Um well, thank you so much. But I, I, we have had some comments in the background. That I love the, the personal guest behind you. Who is that? It's my cat. Yeah. She decides that she's going to join me. So um, I, we have had some comments here and there. And I haven't been um, completely transparent about my journey. Jill and some of my f- dear friends and family know. Um, but... About, mm, gosh, what was it? Close to two months ago now, I woke up one morning and rolled over in bed and found a lump in my breast. And um, I had a major freak out. And that led to a series of decisions and physician appointments and other things and anything you can imagine going through your mind. And it was what has been a, a real gift to me. Um, And it's led to some very serious soul searching and decision making on how I'm going to manage my health and my life going forward and where I had the inconsistencies. And so I think we're going to talk a little bit about that tonight because Jill, at the end of the day, when it comes to leadership, all conversations, and this is a quote I'm taking straight out of Fierce Conversations. You and I have had this. All conversations are with myself and sometimes they involve other people. And so if ever I'm calling somebody up and saying, oh, you know, so-and-so frustrates me so, or I don't understand why this one has this issue, or I don't understand, somewhere, somehow, when we have a critical spirit, and I have been the queen of critical spirits at different points in my life, and I've really learned a lot about what a critical spirit is, and it's really nothing born out of fear and insecurity, Um, whenever we're having an issue with somebody, it's usually reflecting something about ourselves back to us. And so instead of complaining about everybody, 
I've started looking at what is it about Susie Q that bothers me? And then I say, and what can I learn from this? And I'll give you an example. There was a Susie Q or two that I didn't feel was treating me as a priority in the way that I felt I should be treated. And I found myself getting offended. Then I remembered, one, being offended is a choice. And two, maybe that's a reflection for you to look at how you're treating you. Are you making you a priority? Absolutely. And the truth is I wasn't the last couple of years. And it was one of those things that just happened. And I was a caregiver for an amazing, amazing parent with mild dementia. And it just was one thing after another. Then she quit being able to drive and then this and then this. And between that and my job, there came a point the last two years where I don't think, I don't think even I understood how fatigued I was. I was hearing, oh, you're depressed or, oh, you're this or, oh, you're that. I'm here to tell you, there was complete physical exhaustion. And after having a series of tests and finding there was maybe more than one lump and finding some other news, um, what I realized was it wasn't all in my head, but it started there. And the reflection of what's going on in my body is just an outcry of that. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's all a mirror. Life is all a mirror and it's, it's uncomfortable, but that's how we learn is by other people reflecting things to us. You know, Bill, our great guest that was on a couple weeks ago, he challenged me a couple weeks ago and he said, Jill, and this was not fun. I'll just have to say, um, he challenged me and he said, Jill, I want you, I don't want you to do anything. I just want you to notice where you are choosing what other people want before you're taking into consideration what really serves you, what's life-giving to you. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to use this life-giving word this year as your word, why are you choosing that? Who are you giving life to? And how and can I you thought, give life to anybody wow. else if you're not a priority? Wow. Yeah, absolutely. So now I'm, I'm looking at everything and I'm seeing, oh, wow, look at me. Look at, look at me choose. Look at me. The first urge out of my mouth is to say, yes, sure, that's fine. Before I even consider, hmm, is that, does that really feel life-giving to me? And that has been such a shift and such an awareness that that is giving life. How am I going to give life to any anything else, any other project, any other passion of mine? If, if I don't have, if I'm not in integrity in giving it to myself. You know, one of my mentors once said to me, Jeannie, every broken promise to ourself is a splinter in our soul. And um, I have found that to be very true. I turned down three podcasts and opportunities and two book deals in the last couple of months. I'm saying no a lot more than I'm saying yes in order to make me a priority. 
Yeah. And I look back at, and it didn't, again, it was one of those things that built up one step at a time, at a time, at a time. Oh yeah, I can, yeah, I want to do that. Or yeah, I want to be a part of that. That'd be a good idea. Or yeah, this would be a great thing here. And um, it's at the point now where you're going to come at me with an opportunity. You better have one heck of a plan of action because you're probably going to get a no. You're going to have to really convince me hard that it's going to be a yes. Whereas I would jump through the hoops to do anything before. And that's because I'm making me a priority. When you are staring down the barrel gun of your own mortality and you're looking at, I'll tell you what life-giving is. Life-giving is, it sure does take away the fear of people-pleasing and what the hell other people want and think about you when you're looking at your own mortality and you're saying, hmm, I, I don't want to face my funeral. I don't want to face, I'm not ready to go. I'm not this, what if this is the plan? What if I'm... You know, what if I'm not able, and I, I will tell you that in the past, hear me out, people, in the past, what I could have, would have done is I would have said, where's that haagen I can't handle these emotions. Where's that chocolate bar? Where's that glass of wine? Where's that whatever? Because it's called hiding. Where's that TV show that I can binge watch because I need to escape reality? And if you like your haagen your wine, and your TV shows, more power to you. Your shopping, your whatever. I'm not saying don't do those things. I'm saying sometimes those things can be a crutch that we use as, as an escape, at least I had, to avoid reality. And I chose to not run to them. And so there were a couple of really what I would call dark nights of the soul where I had to face the scariest emotions I ever had. And you know what? Turns out it wasn't so scary. The, the, the freedom of going through that and facing it left that energy not trapped in my cells of my body, hiding. Absolutely. I don't think we, re do we realize that we do that? Do we realize that when we escape, we're actually trapping, we're, we're not really getting rid of that problem. We're actually trapping that negative energy in our body and it's eventually going to show up in a lump in the breast or someplace else. Maybe yeah. not even cancer, maybe another type of illness. Yeah. Denying those things and not processing them through and not just observing them and saying, huh, you know, how is that affecting me? What kind of a choice can I make now that I can see that? And when you face that in the light, that's when it gets that energy, that trapped energy. When you speak the truth, that's when that trapped energy gets released. And, and from my perspective, just watching you, the transformation that you have gone through in the past two months is it's inspiring and it's exciting. And, you know, it's really, it's fascinating to see like the way God works in our lives, the way we think it's going to go, you know, how that saying is the, that you plan and God laughs <laughs> and, and, you know, we had things planned and the way that we're going to do things. And then the true purpose, all of the things, I mean, look at this coming together for you, all of the coaching experience you've had, all of the healthcare background, and really serves your passion to now be an, an, a shining example for people about, you know what, you can get through this. Which and this is really a gift. It is a gift, but you know what? It's, it's, it's so different now because um, 
First of all, it's not a gift I wanted. And secondly, I wouldn't freaking re-gift this one. Um, and some of you out there that I know are re-gifters, <laughs> I would re-gift this one. But it is a gift. But at the same time, when you talk about my coaching and my healthcare and my experience, the reality is I'm a whole different person. So when people come to me, I'm much more raw and vulnerable now. And I'm willing, first of all, just because we have the title executive shine conversations that count people, that doesn't mean we should be held to the standard that we should get it right all the time and that we should be doing it right according to your standards, you know? And so that's the first thing I want to say is for those of you that might be struggling with, oh, gosh, what are they going to think? Or Who cares what they think? What matters is what is giving you life and what is fueling your spirit. Because guess what? There's controversy out there every single day. And I'm not looking for controversy by any stretch of the imagination. But man, I've gone some hard places the last month or two really the last year or two. And sometimes I've been misinterpreted and I understand why I don't hold anybody uh, that against anybody, but sometimes you're just so freaking tired. I going to the mailbox guys, a couple months ago, going to the mailbox and back did me in, um, walking across a parking lot made me short of breath. Um, uh, there were a lot of things. It was to the point I told Jill and Chris, who this show is dedicated to tonight. We'll talk about her in a minute and why you need resources. Um, I pulled my chair. I'm not proud to admit it, but I pulled my chair from my office into my kitchen several months ago because I could no longer clean a room in my house without taking a break. Not one room. And I've never known this level of fatigue. And it's not just, I'm a big, you know, naturopathic person with essential oils. This was way beyond that. And I saw that with some of my health tests and why. So it finally made me feel less crazy because I was beating myself up internally and saying, oh, it's all your fault. And, I, you know, occasionally I might have somebody helping me along that path. But I've had to learn that, um, I've had to learn to eliminate three things from my diet. And we talked about this on another show, didn't we, Jill? I love it, yes. Um, I eliminated sugar completely because it's pure, pure freaking poison. I replaced it with stevia and monk fruit. You can get those both on Amazon and they're not going to be, they taste, they can replace sugar and do just fine. Um, and I eliminated sugar, shame, and guilt. There was so much shame pound up in there. And I see people walk around with shame or the other thing I see them walk around with is so much anger. They're angry at somebody. They're angry at the world. And I had elements of that, but mine was selective. Mine wasn't consistent. And part of the healing journey, if you're wanting to take ownership for your health, is taking ownership for your spirit and how other people's energy impacts you and what you're going to allow to impact you. And so, so energy, managing your own energy is huge. Um, and there's actually, we're going to be sharing a link, I hope, Jill, tonight on the truth about cancer because it's a nine docu-series. The last one is tonight at nine o'clock, um, but you can get the information on who these people are. I'm telling you, it has changed my life, these nine document series, because there's so much hope. If you are listening tonight and you're struggling with waiting for a diagnosis and you're fearing cancer, or if you've had cancer and you're fearing your recurrence, or you love someone who is, there is so much hope. And there's so much out there you may not know about. Take it from the nurse who worked in oncology and cancer treatment for 10 years. 
Most of the stuff I've learned in this docu-series, I did not know. Just give you a couple for examples. Um, B17 apricot seed kernels. You can get them organically again on Amazon. I'm not getting any payback or cutbacks for these. I'm just sharing you op- with you openly. They have, um, they have something in them, Laetrile, that's really beneficial for us. And it's almost, they're bitter, I'm going to warn you. And they're like eating bitter apple seeds. They take, you know how apple seeds taste bitter? The populations that have a high position of this in their diet, there's some place over outside of Pakistan and then in the Eskimos, they don't have cancer. They live to 100 years old. And so something, learning about that and learning about, um, there's some documentaries on YouTube about that, B17. There's also some stuff on Google, if you were to Google it, that would tell you it's a farce and it's quackery. I'm going to say something I don't normally say. That's bullshit. You know, I don't care if this is politically incorrect, but a couple of years ago, Google put up um, a policy and one of the people that left that was a whistleblower on it where they started blocking certain information from being able to come through. That's why I use DuckDuckGo. Is that, I don't care how politically the incorrect that is. Um, you know, after I, after I face a couple of scary nights with my health, I'm not worried about dancing around whether you approve of what I'm saying or not. I'm concerned about truth. Make up your own mind, but I'm concerned about truth. Another thing I learned, the Budwig diet. Um, I told you about my energy. This is one principle. It's not the only thing in the Budwig diet. B-U-D-W-I-G diet. This was a female physician. I believe she was in Germany and in my mother and my fatherland, where I'm from. And um, she found a way to get flaxseed oil into the intestines. Now, flaxseed, oh my gosh, there's so much research showing how it stops cancer dead in its tracks, keeps it from metastasizing, and just lyses and kills the tumor cells. But you have to have a certain amount of it a day for that to happen. Flaxseed oil is a negatively ionically charged food part item, and so is your intestines. So they repel each other. So there's no way to absorb it. She found that if you, if you mix it really good, with cottage cheese, doesn't matter the amount, organic cottage cheese, half a cup, two thirds, full cup, whatever. And then you eat it twice a day. What it does is it helps the flax oil get absorbed in your intestines and boom, it oxygenates your whole body. The first day I took that, the first day I took that, I was pain free for the first time in I don't know how many years. And I was walking across the parking lot with no shortness of breath. It's like my body was craving the oxygen. And I didn't even know it there. Those are just two tips. Um, again, I want you to have the link because this could save somebody, you know,'s life. There's story after story and testimony after testimony of people stage two, three, four cancer completely healed of all their tumors. And there's 17 different things they share with you on how to do that. There's all kind. there's stuff out there guys. And as, a, as an oncology nurse in the healthcare field, I didn't know any of that. But a lot of it, 90%, 80 to 90% of your health is in your gut. That's going to be controlling your immune system. And if you have cancer or an autoimmune disorder, you're somebody whose immune system has been compromised. Now, let me tell you guys, I've been doing this six weeks now, Jill. Is that fair? Yeah. yeah. I'm also taking the collagen that we're going to be advertising in a minute. Um, that's really been doing wonders for my gut. And I'm sleeping like a baby. In that six weeks... 
Um, I went to do blood work. My 25-year history of Hashimoto's thyroid is gone. There's no evidence of it in the blood work. In that six weeks, my eyesight has gone from minus 350 in both eyes to minus 75 in both eyes. My doctor wouldn't even refill my prescription immediately because she said she's never seen, she saw me five months before, she's never seen such a dramatic transformation, so she thought it wasn't real and wouldn't last. Um, So I'm already seeing evidence. Now my tumors aren't gone yet, but I'm telling you the one I can feel is shrinking. And um, there's so much hope out there in plants, um, in herbs, in vitamins and supplements, in phytonutrients in the fruits and vegetables. And it's all in this docu-series that we're going to be posting. Tonight's the last night it's running for free. And you will get so much information that you will. I don't know. You saw last night's. What did you think of last night's? It was incredible. They talked about the impact of the dental things. They talked about what happens in a biopsy, how that opens up the sac and can spread those cells. They talked about, I mean, it was just fascinating. Just mic drop after mic drop after mic drop. And it can be very confusing. I found a I found a physician. If anybody wants to reach out to us, and I'll let them know that anybody has a has a program. A couple of them I know actually that have programs online you can do virtually that really walk you through that journey when you're scared and you don't know what to do. There's hope. There's hope, and you need to know there's hope, and you need to know it doesn't have to be a death sentence. It can actually be a life sentence where your skin shines more bright where your lab work comes back normal and where you have more energy to not only hop across a parking lot, but maybe do your cool dance moves to the Twitch videos that you're learning hip hop on. Oh, that's right. You do have some dance moves to learn to display for us. I got moves like Jagger. So that's um, so that's part of it. So I so there if you you're and even if you don't have cancer or know somebody who does, man, can you take ownership of your health? I promise you, you will come away empowered if you watch the series that we're going to put a link into tonight. You will come away so empowered and so comfortable. Um, you know, Jill, they did talk about biopsies, and you know, I'm not, I'm not going to argue with people if they want one. I say, here's what I will tell you. I will tell you, whatever you choose to do for your health, make sure it's in alignment with what you're at peace with. It doesn't matter what Susie next to you thinks. It doesn't matter what your best friend thinks. It doesn't matter what your mother thinks. It matters that you can live with it. Because if you do something that goes against what you feel is right in your spirit, it's going to stay trapped in energy in your cells. Stay in alignment with you. And if you want it, by all means. I'm choosing a more holistic method. But when I say holistic, let me be clear. It's not like swinging a bunch of cats over our head like the cat behind Jill right now on her chair, which is so cute. It's not like, I'm not talking about woo-woo and chanting woo-woo crap. I'm talking about evidence-based research by thousands of people. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's really interesting. I want to just bring up something that you said. You talked about what you've really been talking about is taking responsibility. And there are two places to come from, either love or fear. And what you're doing 
is taking responsibility. So that's like, you know, we talk about leadership and that's like self leadership, taking responsibility. And Bill and I had a discussion about responsibility versus accountability. What's the difference? What's the difference? What do you think the difference is, Jeannie? I, I, I don't, I would say response accountability means Jill, I'm going to do this and I need you to help hold me accountable. Responsibility is more like an accountability to yourself. Yes. Yes. Perfect. Responsibility is doing it for yourself and owning your own behavior and your own actions and taking responsibility, doing that is an act of self-love. That is an act of leadership for yourself. Accountability is external. Accountability is to other people. And it's not about other people. It's about taking yeah, responsibility for yourself. Even our issues, again, with other people are reflecting something about us back to ourselves that we need to learn. And here's the other thing. When it's reflecting back to you, I told you I took three things out of my diet, sugar, shame, and guilt. I've already gone down at least a size, maybe two, um, without even trying just by taking the shame. It wasn't even the sugar. It was the shame. It was the hiding in my spirit that I didn't know I was doing. And I was out there teaching leadership for years. I was trained. And I'm not saying that to shame me. I'm saying that to encourage you that if there's an area you're out of alignment with yourself, look at it from a position of curiosity and go, hmm, isn't that interesting? I wonder why I do that. Do not beat yourself up. I hear so much talk about, oh, I was stupid to do that. Or how could I have done that? You cannot shame your way to healthy living. You cannot shame your way to good leadership. I tried it. Trust me. You can't do it. It left me in a funk for two years, overwhelmed with caregiving, not having a manual to know how to do this, making mistakes along the way, and then in the end, isolated and alone. Trust me, you can't do it. Yeah. Absolutely. That's not the way to go. Now, the genie before COVID would have come on here and said to you, I had this leadership training and I know this and I would have wanted all these great quotes and shown you how smart I am. Quite frankly, people, I don't give a crap if you know how smart I am anymore. We're going to get real and we're going to be vulnerable and we're going to learn and train. I'm about transformation, not comfort. Absolutely. And it's about the, 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 you know, my big subject is human connection. And the human connection is what gives us the gift of the, of the learning. You know, relationships are for learning. We are here to mirror to each other. How many times have we been talking? And, and I'll say, hmm, did you hear what you just said? You did you say know? that. You say that to me like 12 times a week. Can I have permission to tell you, did, did you hear what you just said? You know, so it's, it's becoming aware of the self-talk. But did you the- hear how you said it too? I want everybody to listen to that. You need to hear how she says it to me and how we speak to each other. It's from a position of respect and love. It's not from a position of condemnation and finger wag. Yeah, because that doesn't do any good because... Me reflecting it to you also reflects it in me. You know, I said, 
Jeannie, I just did this for myself so I could say this. But, you know, I've been working through my own things. And where am I honoring myself and where am I hiding and where am I telling the truth and where am I not telling the truth? And and when you do that, when you spend time with yourself and you're honest, that that's freedom. You know, and that's that's what we're looking for. And so leadership is really just you know, just like we did when we did that experience, you know, with our oh, greatest people in the world, that we just hold the container and just set people up to discover what's true for them. What what are you what are you ready to to gain awareness about right now? Not my job to tell you what that is. You know? Just my job to reflect back and forth. And then as I reflect it to you, I, I see it in me. It's really not our job to make sure that person learns the lesson either. It's their job. Oh, and yeah. um, as we get ready to go to commercial break, what I want to tell you is what your cat is reflecting to me right now is how flippin' comfortable he or she is behind there because she's so chill it's not even funny. So whatever that happy spray is, it, it was more like, let me take a snooze spray for her. So why don't we get ready to go to commercial and um, we'll be back in a minute. We'll talk about support systems and a few more things I learned from the series on the truth about cancer. Are you sick and tired of being tired? Are you tired of your clothes not fitting the way you want them to? Are you frustrated when you look at that number on the scale? Seeing the number on the scale can be frustrating. Imagine a whole new generation of products that focus on what really counts, body composition. We have introduced an innovative trio of products that focus on fat loss and body composition, more muscle, less fat. This is the first in the world combination to reduce fat loss. It accelerates fat reduction, reduces fat cell size, reduces fat cell formation, improves muscle tone, boosts metabolism, burns more calories, and promotes lean body composition. This lean body system is the game changer you've been looking for. Go to trimwithus.com for $10 off on your first order today. I, I, every time I hear that commercial, I think of Michelle and her beautiful voice. Yeah, I love it. And what that's, you know, what I was thinking when that was playing is that's the truth. It is. I haven't you, even. You've, you're living proof. I, I, I mean, Weight is just coming off of me, and that has never happened. And people who know me, that has never happened in my life. And it's amazing. So it really does work. I've never in my 50-some years taken anything that's this effective. So I, I'm I was putting, looking. I was stretching up my legs the other day. I had a pair of shorts on, and I'm like, Dang, your legs are smaller. And oh my gosh, I see your quad muscle popping out. Girl, you're going to be bringing your quad sexy back soon. <laughs> Amen. That is absolutely true, Jeannie. And the same thing for me. I'm like, put it on a pair of pants. I'm like, wow, these are really loose. <laughs> like this, I don't know what's going on. So you know I'm really grateful for her for learning about that. So the other thing I also learned about was the value in our diet, believe it or not, of mushrooms and really good tea. 
how they are massive antioxidant boosters. Mushrooms, every kind you can think of. Um, David Avocado Wolf has a mu- daily hunts out mushrooms, you know, reishi mushrooms. And actually, Sigmatic Four is a company that sells um, mushroom tea and mushroom elixirs. I have one of theirs that I drink at bedtime called Chai Tea Latte. Um, that it, It's powerful in what it will do for your health. And um, there's also a tea, the, the most powerful tea, and it isn't, it's not inexpensive. I found it on Amazon, but after researching the most powerful organic caffeine-free gr- green tea that I found is Matcha, M-A-T-C-H-A. It has 10 times the antioxidant properties of regular green tea. It is powerful. So there are so many things you and I can do, whether it's incorporating mushrooms on a salad, whether it's drinking a couple of green teas a day that are going to do so much for our health, especially during COVID. For those who choose vaccination, for those who don't choose vaccination, either way, there's things we can do to boost our immune system. And those are two of the things. Yeah, and I wanted to mention we are going to have on the CEO of Healing Brands Global. And I just spent the weekend with the doctors from from my Codes of Longevity book. And that was mind-blowing. What's he going to be teaching us about? He's going to be teaching us about the power of herbs. And all, yeah, and all of the different things. It's fascinating. He has done so much breakthrough work in the sickle cell, mm-hmm. anemia, that disease, um, diabetes, all of these different things. And he uh, he educated us. It was mind-blowing this weekend. So I'm so excited that we're going to be able to have him on the show to teach us about that and these the the power in the in the gifts from the earth and these organic herbs and organic gardening and all that we've had some listeners request some information about organic gardening and all of these things so we're going to bring that to you and it's amazing the things that we learned what a what a powerful group of brilliant doctors i felt so honored Four or five of the things that that I learned about, which I was already all incorporating them into my diet, that are powerhouses. Avocados. Avocados are such a powerhouse. Um, Turmeric, or the curcumin in in the turmeric, especially if you're going to have turmeric, mix it in with pepper. One of the guys I know puts turmeric in his eggs every morning when he's making his eggs. Turmeric is the thing that makes mustard super yellow. They use that spice all the time in India, and they don't have the same issues that we do with cancer. So turmeric, um, avocados, ginger, and lemon. Lemon is a great detoxifier, and do not underestimate the power of essential oils. We can, we'll do a whole talk at some time on essential oils. I, I have a particular company I use. It's not the only good company out there, but they're not all good. So if you're going to be investing in essential oils, make sure it's a grade A, there's different grades, that you have a high quality oil. Um, actually, frankincense has been shown to reduce tumors. I put it on my breast every day. Um, frankincense has been shown to reduce tumors in patients um, with 
breast cancer, with brain cancer. One lady in a special last night, if you saw her, she put a drop, she had brain cancer. She put a drop of frankincense on the on her tongue and the, hit the roof of her mouth every day. It took a couple years for it to completely go away, but she's tumor free now. Um, and the difference between that and chemotherapy is it goes after the bad cells without damaging the healthy cells. So don't underestimate the power of a high quality oil. Absolutely. The certified, pure, therapeutic grade, that's what you need to go for because those are the ones you can take internally. They're completely straight oils. They're not mixed with anything. And that's where they're capturing the power of the earth. I mean, my mom always taught me, you know, God didn't make any junk. Hey, and if so, frankincense was good enough for baby Jesus, it's good enough for me. Right! Right. Absolutely. And they were talking about that last night. I thought that was fascinating. They were saying that 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 was something that they used to do in that time to protect their build their immunity system, protect them from viruses and all of those things. Pharma. They didn't have big pharma right. shoving profit margins down their throat. Not absolutely. that I have an opinion. No. Well, I also would like to spend a few minutes because we hit, you know, we, we hit on this again, the special on the truth about cancer and how you don't have to fear it and how you can take ownership and empowerment of your health to prevent it or to eradicate it. We're going to put a link in. Um, and, and actually, for those of you that already know me on my Facebook page, I put a link in for tonight's show, episode number nine also. But I also want to spend a few minutes, you know, there's, there's diet, nutrition, there's herbs, there's supplements, there's managing your energy, taking care of your spiritual inventory. There's also support system. And I have to say that as I'm coming out of the isolation of COVID, some of it was self-imposed, but not all of it was. I was just so freaking tired. I didn't have the wherewithal to be the one taking the ownership. I'm, I'm having it now because that flaxseed oil mixed in with the cottage cheese and all these other supplements and my turmeric and my CBD. We could do a whole show on CBD and all the power of it. Hemp oil um, is, is really empowering me to have that energy coming back. And I by no means have I licked this, but I'm getting there one step at a time. And it's showing up in my body and it's showing up in my skin and it's showing up in the clarity of my thinking. But a support system is um, an amazing resource. And there's, there's, I've had a pretty decent support system over the years. But there's one person, well, there's two. You've been one of them, especially with all the doctors you have in that book that have been a great resource to me. Um, but the other one is Chris Kokinos. And she has been through this journey, gosh, I want to say five years ago. It's been a lifetime, it feels like that we went through this with her and it is she's been such a safe place to call with my crazy time this is what you know you have your cray cray questions in the middle of the night you're scared and you're thinking is it normal to be thinking about your own funeral i don't want my mom to have to bury me i don't want this is is it normal to think about this what about this and she has been such a resource a safe place for me without judgment to call her up and 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 ask my great, great question. So is my support group from Dr. V. Um, they've been great resources for me to have. And, and when you're on a journey, whether you're trying to promote your health or manage it or restore it, make sure you have a support system of people that speak life into you, speak words of life that build you up and edify you. 
um, because you know what? You're worth it. I had to learn to take myself off the discount rack and put me behind the glass case where they keep the valuables. Absolutely. I heard, I was on a summit yesterday and I heard Carrie say, you need to be really conscious of who is in your front row. Hmm. And the two people that you need to have in your front, front row are yourself and God. And I was like, wow, that's so good. That was so good. And then you build your support system. You surround yourself with life giving people because, you know, when you get a little bit older, when you're younger, you kind of just put up with things. When you get a little bit older, you're like, I'm, I'm going to be choosy. I'm going to select who my time is valuable. And I want to choose people who are uplifting, life-giving. And I just spent the weekend with, I feel like the most blessed person on the face of the earth. I, I spent the weekend with these incredible doctors and we, we really, we poured life into each other. Like, what do you need? Where do you want to go? What do you need? Do you, do you need to have more fun? You know, what do you need to be your best self? And, and what, it was such an authentic heart and soul connection and that's what you need in your front row you need people that you can bring your whole self to the conversation and not hide anything and say this is who i am and this is what i'm good at this is where i need help this is what i don't understand this is what i wear an area where i would like to grow Uh, this is what i'm ashamed of this is what you know all of these things when, when you can have that kind of sacred space to share with people at that deep of a level, that's life-giving. That's a front row. That's a support safety. system. That's safety. That's yeah. safety because you already, if you're doing that, then um, there's a pretty good chance that you've already determined that you're going to be have unconditional regard given towards you. Yeah. Not you need to do this and this is how you should do. There are people that are going to walk through this with you and they're going to ask questions that make you think. Good ones. Yeah. Yeah. And and <laughs> we had some amazing experiences. I remember one of the doctors said to one of the women, would you stand up when you speak and own your power? And I was like, I yes! I a picture of that and that was pretty powerful. But it's but it's powerful when when you have people around you to reflect back to you like we see the beauty in you. Here is a great big mirror. We want you to see the beauty in you. Please stand up and own it. You know, now, you know, not in a minute now. And the transformation that happens when you see people stand up and own their power was it, 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 it's it, it for all of us, 
all of us got a little bit taller when she did that. It was amazing. So I'm so grateful for for the the circle of friends that that I've I I take accountability. Well, I take responsibility for that. I attracted that. And and this morning we were talking too about as you grow as a as a human being, as your soul is fully expressed, as your heart gets clearer, as you speak truth, as you take responsibility, you lift everyone you touch with your growth. So it sounds like, oh, if you take care of your own personal business and you're be responsible for yourself that, oh, you're being selfish. But no, you are impacting the entire energy of the planet. So as you grow, so does everyone else. And I said, you know, it's really interesting to observe. I've been in business for 34 years. Mm-hmm. And I started out as a 20-year-old who lied and said she was 26. I didn't know what I was doing. And I've just discovered more and more about myself and more and more about how to how to lift up people and how to lead and how to make an impact and how to connect with people and how powerful that is over the years. And as I grow, so does my business. You know, all of the people have permission to grow because if I I was saying that this morning because I was thinking to myself, wow, there's such a difference. You know, every step I take, they take. You know, I give them permission when you create that safe space. I want I was talking to someone at lunch today and she was saying, how do you? How do you teach people? They're, they're, you know, they don't do it like you do. And I said, they're not supposed to. You know, it's not your job. It's your job to hold space for them to become who they're, it, it, they're destined to be, to become their best self, their version, their piece of the puzzle, to fully embody what they came here to be. You know, as we're wrapping up tonight, I think of a gentleman by the name of Booker T. Washington. And he was a slave on a cotton plantation. And then Abraham Lincoln declared the emancipation. Every day they woke up to the crow of a rooster. Every flipping day. And that rooster was a reminder to them of their life of slavery. And then Abraham Lincoln declared the Emancipation Proclamation. And the next day, the first thing Booker T. Washington's mom did was she chased that rooster around the barnyard with an axe. And that day, their alarm clock became their lunch. You know, there's a lesson there. Um, The first thing they did when they got freedom was to silence the reminder of slavery. And this is a, that she, she didn't just passively do it. 
This is a proactive job, you guys. When we finally get that awareness that Jill's talking about, that moves the business, that moves everything up the next level, we've got to be proactive about owning it and embracing it and walking in it. Transformation isn't the knowledge. I just got a whole bunch of knowledge. And the reason I said no to two book deals and three podcasts is because knowledge without application doesn't mean crap. It actually causes brain damage because we stay inconsistent. We go to the next thing. We never apply anything. That was my biggest challenge. So what I'm doing is slowing down and applying less is more. And I'm reading slower and I'm walking through things slower and I'm saying no to a lot more. And you know what? Sometimes, as we wrap up, sometimes against all odds and against all logic, we can still hope. Because success is what happens after we survive our failures, after we survive discovering our tumors, after we survive the loss of a business deal, after we survive the loss of a relationship. Success is your birthright. And I want to thank you all for joining us tonight. And thank you, Jill, and Jill's special guest. What's your cat's name? Duddles. Duddles. Thank you for joining us. Cheers, everybody. Good night. See you next week.